Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the non-award-winning James Whale Radio Show. Thank you very much indeed. Welcome to the program. Here we are, uh, another great year of radio and podcast awards in which we didn't feature. We have won an award. Yeah, yes, I know we've won an award, but you know we are not really very popular with those people, are we? In I'm not. Listen, I'm not even in the uh, in the in the what is it the the Radio Academy Hall of Fame or whatever they. F- call themselves well i can break in and put your name on the wall could you yeah yeah um i do you know i don't i don't know i it's all full of people who take radio very seriously oh it's not for us then well no not really i mean you know those of us who work in it and have done for um most of well how long have i been doing this now i'm 25 years old yeah. And I started 20 years before I was born, so work that out. About 42 years. Yeah, you were never very good at maths, were you? I'm quite good at maths. Really? Yes. yes. Okay. Um, so anyway, I've always liked those programmes that go, the award-winning, and I can, I can guarantee I'll tell you who's going to be winning the award, some obscure person from some BBC local radio station that you will probably never hear of again, and then Chris Evans. And that's same, it, really, isn't it? Well, same thing, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, it's basically the same thing. Mind you, we never put anything in for a while. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, I think BBC Essex, of which I used to do the breakfast show up until a couple of uh, weeks ago, they got a bronze award. A bro- a, how can you have a bronze award? Well, they have gold, silver, and bronze now in the awards. So they got a whatever the awards are called. They got a they got a bronze award, which uh, I think featured a lot of my programs. So that was good, wasn't it? So they're the runner up of the runner ups. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that if they hadn't had me on it, they might have got a. Well, if they hadn't had me on it, they well, anyway, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, enough about this. I just think we should tag ourselves the non-award winning. Yeah. But hugely listened to. Yeah. Actually, I think Chris, Ever- Chris Evans just dropped nearly half a million listeners. Has that transmitter gone off somewhere, is it? Yeah, probably, probably. Um, anyway, of course, here we are, James Well, uh, the James Well radio show, available on this radio station um, every t- Well, any time you want, really, to be honest, because um, you could go to the website, James Whale Radio. .co.uk, and there's 160 hours. So you could actually have non-stop whale, couldn't you? Non-stop whale for a week and then listen again. Yeah, even I get fed up with that. Um, anyway, the latest one is uh, here, the latest uh, programme, and, of course, the hot news is um, somebody just won the bake-off. Uh, don't tell what me who won. Don't, oh, don't was it Celia? I haven't watched it yet. It's a one with the little lips, you oh. know, the little Cupid bow lips who won it, I think. Okay, that saved me an hour's viewing then. Yeah, and it's all a bit boring anyway, because I watched a little bit just to see what I was missing, 
And it was the same as I watched it last time. Was there any cakes on it? Yeah, loads of cakes, loads of cakes. Okay. And everybody taking it very seriously. You know, it's about baking a flipping cake, for goodness sake, or making something else. Um, and, uh, I, I, and, of course, because it's recorded long time before we see it, none of the debacle about it being sold to Channel 4 uh, was on it. Mm, oh, by, by, by the way, I'm waiting for the gas man to come and mend a leak in my uh, hot water tank. Right. I'm just telling you that because he's supposed to ring when he's uh, round the corner. What, he's got a job to do round the corner first? No, no, he's supposed to ring when he's on his way. Then the security men will let him in. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. Do the dogs like uh, tradesmen? <laughs> tradesmen, that's a lovely, endearing old old expression, isn't it? I mean, I, they don't mind. They don't mind. They don't want to eat too many, but uh, every now and then, the odd uh, fricassee of um, whatever is quite nice. And do you have a tradesman entrance in your house? <clears throat> No, we only have the one entrance because it's easy, easy enough to guard. Uh, we've got the guys with the boiling oil above the door, uh, the archers with the arrows slits either side. Um, and, and so if you funnel the enemy into one area, it's a lot easier than have to, having to guard right around the castle. Uh, so you're ready for trick-or-treat next week then? Oh, I love trick-or-treat, yeah. I know you do. Yeah, because if, if, if the little darlings uh, want to be scared, then they came to the right place. Ah! <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, we better talk about something sensible, I suppose, apart from the fact we are uh, very upset because we didn't win an award. We'll just have to do our own awards ceremony again. Well, the Golden Whale Awards, I think, is a very good idea. Very good idea, indeed. In fact, I'm, I'm hosting, uh, in fact, it depends when you're listening to this, but uh, November, I think it's November the 3rd, I'm hosting the Bromley Business Awards. Oh, very classy. You know, very nice. I am available to host all sorts of awards and, of course, to host corporate events and things like that. It's quite fun. I like those. When can you so, do So uh, get in touch with me here, James Whale at jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. What? I was going to say, when can you do the uh, the North Whale Awards? So the North Whale. Well, whenever I get a booking. Oh, maybe I'll book you, as long as I can win a few. North Whalian Awards. Mm, that's yeah, right. I should be doing that. Why am I not doing that? I don't know. Yeah, well, in, in that case, could you make sure you find out? I'll, I'll make inquiries. Because then I could do my little bit about the Welsh language oh, while I was... Carry on. No, no, that, I, I look forward to that. Um, right, so uh, Bake Off has come and gone as far as the BBC are concerned. Of course, uh, considering I'm still, uh, I'm still doing a programme, BBC Radio Kent Saturday mornings, uh, from 10 o'clock, you can join me there every Saturday morning. I've never plugged my BBC programmes before because when I was doing The Breakfast Show, they didn't like him. Do the BBC still know you're actually working for BBC Radio Kent? Well, actually, funnily enough, um, I'm not sure. Because I, I think that might be a reason why you're still at BBC Radio Kent. <laughs> yeah, and Mrs W does the book. She said, I don't know that you've been paid for the last four or five weeks, so i better have a look at that. Nothing to do with me. No, no, but the no, it's it's down to individual bosses, and the boss of the one I worked before didn't like me doing all sorts of stuff. So there we are. And I know she'll be listening to this. Do you want to give her a shout out? Give her a shout out. Hello, shout out. Well done with the bronze award. (laughs) 
I know they got very excited about that. <laughs> if you get a silver, that means you're the best of the worst. So bronze is the... It, look, look, if you get the, the award, forget the... You either get the award or you don't. That is true. <laughs> you know. Otherwise, as I'll start getting all my nominations for awards when I used to have them, which was a long time ago. Mm. Anyway, can we get off this now? It's only because you're upset about it. That's right. I am deeply upset that we haven't won an award. Or that I'm in the Radio Hall of Fame. Yeah, but I can sort that out. I'll just get, I'll just sneak in with a photograph. Oh, okay. Okay, well, that's very kind. I mean, I'm not even sure. I think the... it doesn't really matter, does it? Well, I could write on it, I don't want to be here on the picture. Could you? <laughs> yeah. All right, okay. Anyway, listen, let's get on to talk about sensible, serious stuff. The uh, jungle in Calais has gone, but the people haven't really realised that yet. Uh, the Russians are uh, thinking about invading Europe, apparently, but uh, we're asleep. We're not really sure. They're sending their fleet down uh, into the Mediterranean. They uh, they say because they're going there to uh, help the battle to, to free Aleppo um, or to, uh, to, to, to rid Aleppo of the uh, perverted IS. Enormous amount of paedophiles, IS. I mean, I suppose, I suppose they all think they can marry children, don't they? Uh-huh. What? <laughs> Nothing. What is wrong with you? Isn't that, isn't, that, isn't that one of the big things about the uh, prophet, the, the, uh, Muhammad? Didn't he have a wife of nine years old? Mind you, the thing about religion is, of course, in those days, uh, that was not unheard of in any kind of society, that, that uh, you know, people got married very, very young um, and did all sorts of things, which is why I have a problem uh, with and, and discussed on another radio station uh, that people think I'm working on, but I'm not saying anything about it at the moment. Um, last week, whenever talking about homosexuality and the fact that, you know, Religion, religions should not be allowed to fly in the face of the law of the land. And we have that, that bakery who refused to um, bake a cake with uh, a, 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 a slogan about gay marriage because they, as Christians, whatever they are, um, decided that they, uh, they, they didn't hold with that and they wouldn't do it. So they were taken to court, they found guilty, then they went back and they appealed and their appeal has been thrown out quite rightly. And I suggested to uh, somebody from the Catholic uh, faith that perhaps what ought to happen is that religion ought to move itself into the 21st century because some of the things they write in their books uh, or had written in their books were okay 2,000 years ago. You can kind of perhaps understand why certain rules and regulations were abounding um, those years ago. Maybe they should, um, they should change it, you know, as many, many religions have, as you can now have female priests and vicars and, and things like that. And they're talking about allowing uh, Catholic priests to be married, you know, all sorts of stuff like that, which is causing, why don't they all just move into the 21st century? I blame Jesus. Why? Well, he should have given his uh, wife better roles. Who was his wife? Um, some prostitute, wasn't it? That was his mother, wasn't it? No, his mother was the one that had an affair with someone and covered it up by saying, it, I, I don't want to get into this because I might get into trouble. 
Yes, well, I don't... I mean, I thought... I didn't think he ever got married. I'm sure he didn't get married. I'm sure he did. Are you? I'm pretty sure he got married. I don't think he ever got married. Or did he live in sin? I don't think he got married. I don't think he ever had children. Um, and at the Last Supper, it was all blokes. Oh, is that the gas man? Hang on just a minute. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, gas man. Um, right. <clears throat> uh, so that's my thought. We might put that out for, for next week, you know. Isn't it time for religion, uh, Islam, Christianity, anything else uh, you happen to worship to move in to the 21st century? I'm pretty sure he was married. Oh, I don't know. It's not, it's not something that affects my life, so it doesn't really matter to me. Um, and it's all, you know, there might be something in it. I I'm not saying there isn't. There might be something in it. But uh, for me, um, I tend to think, think the evidence uh, points somewhere else. Why, why are we getting these long silences? Um, because I'm not saying anything and you're not saying anything. Why are you not saying anything? I just did. I, I just said that I thought that he was married. Mm. All oh, right, okay. Uh, maybe somebody will uh, get in touch, jameswellradio at gmail.com, and let us know. I didn't really take much notice when I was at school, that sort of thing. So so what's this problem with the Russian ships not having any fuel then? Well, that, that you know, you can't go. It's like a car. You can't actually go forever and not fill up. So if you're going around the world or travelling from one area to another, you've got to fill up. And they were hoping that the Spanish down there near Gibraltar would let them stop off and buy, uh, buy a few gallons of fuel, litres of fuel. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and they said, no, you're not, you know, you're not having it. Have they got to sail all the way back again and get some fuel? I don't know. It's an interesting, it's an interesting dichotomy. But now apparently uh, uh, Britain and other UN countries are going to deploy their troops along the border with Russia, it's all falling apart. I mean, I wonder whether we'll, we'll, the world will be around in the next couple of uh, years. Uh, only one sort of set of people, or two sets of people, the religious and the political. And none of the above. And Well, the, you and I aren't causing the wars. What have we done? No, you're right. We haven't caused any wars. No. We are, we are innocent it's people. It's people who've got no sense of humour. You know, you, you say something to somebody and they take it the wrong way and then they want to fight. Those are the people who start wars. Look, those are the people who start wars, the people who actually cannot take a joke. So you say to somebody something and they get all upset and, uh, and start to complain. Like that prat of some bloke on the, uh, some paper up in Scotland who got really upset and... Uh, uh, threatened all sorts, or, or, the, or the bloke on the Times of Tunbridge Wells who accused me of being racist against Australians. You know, these people, these are the sorts of people who start conflict. Have you still not done anything about Mr. Times of Tunbridge Wells? No, we must do the Times of Tunbridge Wells. In fact, why don't you, have you got a phone number there for them? Let's ring them. <laughs> I haven't got a phone number. Why don't number. we ring them? Why don't we ring them and have a go at them? <laughs> should, should we do that next week? If you remember, because I will have forgotten by next week. Well, I'll add it to the notes now, so it's... All right, add it to the notes, and let's do that Times. next week. I think that's a very good idea. Oh. Yeah. No, let's do that next week. Um, so, uh, have we, we sorted that out, haven't we, really? Should we do some music now before we do anything else? Uh, yeah, we do some music, and I'll go and do a bit more research. On the times of Tunbridge Wells? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, if you, uh, if you, because uh, I love music, and uh, if we can can give some uh, new bands 
uh, a platform on this program, I'm more than happy to do so. If you are in a band, if you would like uh, to have some exposure, all you have to do is get in touch with us, me or Rob, at uh, jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. And uh, send us a link to listen to some of your music and maybe we can put it on. Somebody came in today with a CD and said, are you Rob from the James Well Radio Show? And I said, yes. He said, I've got a CD. Yeah. Would you mind playing it? So we'll play it next week. Have you listened to it? I listened to it, yes. Was it good? Yeah, it's uh, rock, rock music. I like rock music. I do. I love rock music. Um, anyway, these are the uh, little unset. <laughs> I don't know why, but I like that. The little unsaid. All right? Mm-hmm. The Little Unsaid, and this is a track called Symptomatic.
Ah, there we are, the little unsaid and symptomatic. So if you've got some music, then please, by all means, uh, get in touch and uh, maybe we can feature you on the programme in the not-too-distant future. Yeah. Welcome back. It is the unaward-winning James Whale Radio Show, available right here every week. And if you want more, go to our website, jameswhaleradio.co.uk. And while you're there, uh, Christmas is coming. Visit the shop, James Whale, baseball caps, the autobiography of the great man himself, uh, mugs, all sorts of things you can buy for little Christmas gifts. I think I'm going to get myself some stuff. Are you? Yeah. I'd like a T-shirt with the James Whale radio show on it, black with red, Maybe like the baseball cap. Make you a special edition one. Or I'd like one, yes, I'd, hey, that would be nice. Or I'd like, like a, a sort of um, um, a long-sleeved hoodie. Oh, I could probably do that. Could we get a hoodie, you know, um, that I could then wear and look as if I'm down with the kids? Make a note of that. Long-sleeved, what size are you? Oh, I, would, I like it extra large. Extra large, oh, like me. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm not as fat as you, but my muscles bulge and I need to actually have uh, room for them. Okay. And then I like to wear stuff underneath, so yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, you say honey, I'll say gee, honey. Yeah. You say honey, I'll say gee, honey. Yeah. You're supposed to say gee. Oh, sorry, do that again then. I say honey, you say gee, honey. Gee. Yeah. Let's try this one. I say whale, you say jay, whale. Jay. Nearly. I say whale, you say jay, whale. What? <laughs> that didn't make any sense. Oh, for God's sake. Goodness sake. Well, it's just that appalling woman on the, on the bloody X Factor. You know, my, she's messing up my favourite show. I've stopped watching. Yeah? Yeah. I have to admit, I want more Simon Cowell, less what's-her-name um, Osborne, because mm-hmm. she is really getting on my nerves. Uh, she, she's just, I don't know why they have her there. She's obviously not all there, um, and it's just annoying. Uh, Louis Walsh, a man, um, a man from the music business, very, very good thing to have uh they should have a couple of other of other people i think uh nicole Sir, Sir, nicole um shirt swinger shirt swinger <laughs> nicole shirt swinger yes um she's very good i like her uh i love simon and maybe um oh god uh, pete waterman will be good we used to have pete waterman right in the early days and pete of course uh is a music mogul who made huge stars out of people like kylie minogue and jason donovan and he would be great in there too you do realise I've forgotten all about Pete Waterman. He said he would uh, come on the show, uh, but he was a bit busy at the time. He did, so I'll, yes. Yeah, I'll give him, I'll give well, him a Well, let's get, give him a buzz and let's try and get him on next week's show. Louis, yeah. Louis Walsh doesn't do radio interviews. He did one with us. No, he said he... No, he didn't. Didn't he? I asked him and he says, I don't do radio interviews. Really? Yeah, he doesn't do radio interviews. Whenever he, have I you ever, did a radio interview with him. When? I think it was on LBC when I was there. Oh, maybe he's stopped doing them now. Ah, well, we're, let's try and get him again. Try and get him. We might get him on a good day. You've got a number for him, haven't you? I, I gave it to you. I have got a number for him. Can we not phone Simon? Yeah, we can phone Simon. Well, I know, I know his brother, Nick, quite well. Why don't we try and get Nick on? 
Nikon. Uh, that's a camera. <laughs> that's a camera. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, yeah. Um, right. Um, shall we do tech talk? Um, and then I might do something a bit more serious. Okay, uh, tech talk. Uh, this week, uh, Apple have leaked stuff themselves. I beg your pardon? You know, uh, every now and again when uh, big companies uh, are going to bring out a product and people mm. leak photos of what it's going to look like. Well, Apple have done it themselves by mistake. Well, how do they do that by mistake? Well, they released their new operating system called uh, Mac OS Sierra this week. Yeah. And contained within that software is obviously little help files and photographs of how to use their products. <clears throat> and one of the products is their latest uh, MacBook, which isn't even out yet. So it's got a full photograph of uh, what it's going to look like and what it does. So uh, they've ruined their big surprise. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this program through my Mac, aren't I? You are using a MacBook Pro, yes. Oh, yeah. So, oh, hang on, somebody else. Uh, I wonder who that's going to be. Hold on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right, okay, good. Yeah, it's all going on today, isn't it? Very busy in the whale household. It is. And uh, the yeah. other news, yeah. uh, Sweden, you're going to like this. Yeah, Svensk. Have banned drones with cameras. <laughs> uh-huh. how, can, how can they ban drones with cameras? You now have to have a surveillance license, which is impossible yeah. to get, to put a camera on a drone. So, what about all those businesses and all the TV companies that use drones with cameras on? Can't. They can't. No, even TV broadcasting companies, even the big, large organisations, may get refused under the new laws. I actually see that as a fairly sensible idea, and I will tell you why. Because unless it is controlled, um, any Tom, Dick or Harriet could go and get one of these things. You can get them for next to nothing with a camera on, and you can be very intrusive. We sell one for about 35 quid. Do you? Hmm. Not much longer you won't be. <laughs> Thing is, what you'd need, though, is a drone with an eject button. So if you get mm. clobbered, you just press eject and your camera goes flying off the bottom of the drone. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I think, to be quite honest, I, th I think that's a, it's a good idea that we get rid I mean, I think where Sweden goes today, Britain goes tomorrow. I think so. I think uh, broadcasting um, organisations should be still allowed to have them because there's legitimate uses for them. With a licence? Yeah. But, you know... Now you've got estate agents using them. I think that's legitimate. And, and all sorts of people. Um, not, no, because, you know, I've seen some of the way estate agents work. Some of them are absolutely useless. Mind you, they are taking photographs of your next-door neighbour's garden as well, I suppose. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. And somebody sent a drone over here. I would, I would have it down with one of my arrows. So what's the difference between a, a guy in a helicopter taking photographs and a drone? Um... Normally, you would have a lot more control over a, a helicopter. They've all got to file a flight plan. You would know where they are. They wouldn't come down as close as a drone can get to your house because you can't hear a drone. You, you could, and, and quite often, you can't see one. True. You know, what's to stop burglars uh, using drones to get in and out? In and out of what? In and out of your house, in and out of your garden um, to have a look. They could put a hook on the bottom of the drone and fly it through your house and pick up your jewellery and stuff. Well, you, you don't know that they couldn't do that, do you? Did you just go... Oh, I'm, just I'm just texting somebody. Oh. Multitasking. Where, where I live, unfortunately, I don't, I don't have very good mobile phone coverage here. Um, and I've only got one bar, and it's, 
It's still not. Crikey. Still not sent it. What? No, it's okay. I'm sure the listeners can put up with the. Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course you can. Yeah, let me just check my um, emails. No, nothing's in. Okay, fine. Um, right. So, uh, is that it, really? Do I need a new uh, a new MacBook? Do I, uh, I I get from that then? No, no. It's, it's, all it is is for the. Uh, it's got fingerprint recognition right. and the Apple Pay on the MacBook, so you actually swipe your finger and it pays. So it's like it's just a new feature. Huh. Nothing interesting. Well, my there. iPhone does that. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Have you have you done that? Have you have you swiped your phone? Swipe no, my iPhone. I just it's got my thumbprint recognition, so that's the only way to get into it. No, but you don't use Apple Pay then. No, I don't. I, I, I've just begun using, you know, uh, swipe in the coffee shop. And does Mrs. W do the wafting of the watch? Um, she No, she, you must talk to her about the watch. She's <laughs> still not using it properly. Well, apparently 50% less people are buying Apple Watches than they used to. Why? I don't know. It's, it's not taking off, is it? No, oh, she loves it. Yeah. The only thing is that if you want to use the phone, you have to have your phone with you, don't you? If you want to use a watch, you have to have your phone with you, yes. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it's just a watch. Yeah. Yeah. So she needs to... She's still not married the two up or whatever it is. Well, we'll have to sort that out then. Yeah. Now, um, was all this... You, you put in the notes here about Justin... Um, oh, what's his name? Bieber. Yeah. What's all that about? Oh, did you not see that? That was in the news. That was big news. I don't, I don't listen to, 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 to stuff about kids who need their bottoms smacking. <laughs> Apparently, uh, he went to a concert and all the uh, young girls and boys were screaming, as you do in a concert. Like Beatlemania, you know, when everyone goes yeah. mental. You go and watch ACDC, they're not screaming. What are you talking about? And uh, because they were screaming, he said, if you don't stop screaming, I'm going home. So they didn't stop screaming, and he went home. Yeah, left, oh, them, right. all, left okay. them all there. He's an idiot, isn't he? He's a complete moron. Um, yeah, uh, and, and quite frankly, I think anybody who wants to follow Justin Bieber's an idiot. And if you don't like it, stuff you. And I don't want you listening to the program. So we're not playing his latest single now, then. We are not playing anything by him, and we are not believers. Believers. We are disbelievers. We are just in disbelievers. Totally and utterly disbelievers. You know, I noticed the gas man hasn't turned up yet. Yes, well. Mm. <laughs> Did we sort out the problems of the Russians? No, they're still waiting for their fuel. I'm try- oh, right. Are they diesel or unleaded? Well, I imagine they're, they're diesel. Uh, I think that only boats are only diesel, aren't they? Unless they're... Oh, well, they might be the odd nuclear-powered one, but if they're nuclear-powered, they wouldn't need to fill up, would they? No, I was just thinking, I, I could, you know, if I've got an unleaded canister in my car, I could lend them a bit of fuel mm. if they're desperate. No, it won't be unleaded. Oh, OK. won't be unleaded. I, no, I tried. No, no, no. You know, doing my no. bit for the world. Yeah. Um, anyway, listen, uh, let's move on to the really serious topic of uh, the last week or so, uh, Heathrow Airport. Yeah, are we having one? What? A Heathrow Airport. Well, of course we're having Heathrow Airport. We've got Heathrow Airport. Have we? I said four or five years ago. Now, I've got a very, very, uh, I have the most sensible take on this whole Heathrow issue 
that there is. Heathrow, um, one of the, and at some points, the busiest airport in the world with only two runways. How does it function? Uh, one in, one out. With great difficulty is the answer. Oh, uh, with great difficulty. Yeah. Um, and so a number of MPs, um, what's his name? Shoesmith, or is it Goldsmith? Um <laughs> One of the other, he's a Smith anyway. Uh, he's quit as the MP for Richmond Park uh, because, of course, the government, quite sensibly, have realised that the only place to put a new runway... Well, you should have put one in Luton, you should have put one in Gatwick, and you probably should have put one in Stansted, but obviously you must have more capacity, uh, runway capacity, at Heathrow. They built um, Terminal 5 knowing full well that eventually there will be another runway at Heathrow, you have got to have more capabilities at Heathrow. Aeroplanes can't be allowed or can't be expected to sort of stack up over London. And people from other countries, they think of Heathrow as London Airport. They don't want to go to Gatwick. They don't want to go to Luton. They don't want to go anywhere else. They want to come in to Heathrow. Uh, And so I knew it was always going to be there. Never mind Boris Johnson coming up with the idea of, oh, we're going to build an an airport in the Thames estuary. No, you're not, for all kinds of reasons. And he wasted something like £30 million of our money, your money and my money, taxpayers' money, Boris Johnson wasted on this ridiculously stupid idea, which was never going to happen, of uh, Boris Island. Never going to happen. And quite frankly, I think Boris and his family should have to pay back the bloody money. What did he waste it on? The plans? Yes, of course. It cost something like 20, 25, 30 million pounds uh, to draw up plans and to to, to do um, uh, investigations into whether or not it was a, a, a feasible idea. And obviously it wasn't. Well, of course, it's never going to be a feasible idea. Um, You have got the old airport down in that vicinity in Kent of Manston, which is closed down at the moment. It's got a very long runway, could be used. But you need to have another runway at Heathrow. You know, Heathrow is probably the most congested and and, um, contaminated part uh, of the country. They've got motorways converging. It's already got the airport there. It has an enormous amount of infrastructure and businesses that rely on the airport, you're obviously not going to pollute it much more by sticking another runway in. So it's going to go there. And the only thing that's annoying me now is because of this bloody country and the way we go on, we're probably going to take 20 or 30 years to ever get it built. And by that time, uh, we'll probably have lost our place in the world. So, you know, of course it's got, I said on the radio years ago, it's going to go to Heathrow. And they said, no, it's never going to go. And, and Cameron said, that's it. It's never going to go. Of course it is. And look what's happened. They've just said, oh, yes, it'll be Heathrow. Well, we all knew it would be Heathrow. Why have we taken so much time? It's just ridiculous. So we threw the question out on um, Facebook and asked the question, are you happy with the decision on Heathrow? Was there any other viable option? Fraser Ramsey said, not the best choice. If a village has to be knocked down and people lose their homes and community. Fraser, what do you think happens? What do you think happens when uh, we go forward? Um, Of course that happens. And it'll happen when we have HS2, high speed two, which will be built. The sooner 
sooner the better, in my view. Gene Matheson says, controversial subject progress always comes at a price. You see, listen to uh, Gene Fraser. She's right. Uh, I'm sure that the uh, price will include new homes and a wee bonus for anybody who has to be rehomed. And I think you're right, you will. Uh, the economic advantages of the UK in general are obvious, and if people are honest, everybody knew this was always going to be the obvious choice, and it would have been a, a stitched-up tight decision already made long before it was officially announced. I think you're right, Gene, and I think politicians should be ashamed of themselves. Um, and, and what's his name? Shoesmith, Goldsmith, whatever his name is, and uh, Boris Johnson... Uh, both, I think, should be made to publicly go out and apologise for telling people things they knew would never happen. Heathrow is always going to be the choice and should have been. Leah Harlow said it should have been Luton. Uh, well, you're wrong, Leah. Uh, Simon Stokes says, rubbish, James. It should have been former RAF Manston in Kent. Uh, Simon, it could still be used, but it wouldn't be a London airport. It would be a Kent airport, wouldn't it? The infrastructure isn't there. It's all there at Heathrow. It's waiting to be built. And we shouldn't have to wait another year to ratify it. We've had this going on for 20 years. You've had compulsory purchased homes which were in the way already. You've got a lot of people living in those villages just making a fuss. They know they're going to have to move out. Just get on and do it. Um, Philip uh, Martin Phillips says, Gatwick has the space yet. Heathrow was decided purely for political reasons. Now, Martin, don't be ridiculous. If the politicians could have got away with saying no, they would have done because it would have been more politically effective to say no to Heathrow. But in 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 the world of aviation, Heathrow is the only place it can be. Um, Damo says, silly name, but there we are, uh, future-proof the area and build the second runway at Gatwick as well. I agree with you, Damo. That's a, uh, you know, you need them both. You need another runway at Heathrow and another one at Gatwick. Um, because it'll be needed at some point in the future. You're absolutely right. Mark Sapsford, another airport in another location, maybe. Relieve the congestion on the roads and spread it. All I can see is more traffic on the M25 and the M4 in that area. Of course, Mark, it's already congested, mate. It's already, it's going to be congested, whatever happens. It won't spread it because people want to go to Heathrow. Don't you understand? David Wright says, James, I have a thought. Move all the cargo to one of the largest runways in Europe, Manston. Well, there we are. People have said that a long time, but it's never happened, mate, because people don't want to go there. So basically, everybody agrees with me who's sensible, um, and the sooner it gets built at Heathrow, the better for all of us, the better for Britain as a nation, because it will show the rest of the world we are open for business and we want to get on with it. Am I not right? You're always right. I would never disagree with anything you say, sir. You lying toe rag. <laughs> You're always disagreeing with me. What are you talking about? But if you disagree, you know the uh, the address, jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. What is the address? Uh, jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. Radio at gmail.com. Uh, now, one of the things we ask on the James Whale Radio Show, available right here on this radio station every week or on your laptop or in your phone or wherever you listen to me, um, is uh, we get a film review from Robbo because he's addicted to the movies and he's out there the whole time. So, Robbo, what have you seen this week? I have seen three films this week. I have seen Ouija. Uh, Origins What's that? It's a Ouija board. One of them, oh, right. the, the, okay. the game board that you have, the little mm. thing in the middle, and you move yeah, it around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seeing that, that yeah. was that was all right. Uh, sh- should have gone to see that in my glasses. Uh, Halloween. Would have been better, I suppose. Well, if, if I'd have... 
Are you cleaning your glasses? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's uh, that's one film I've seen. I give that um, a six out of ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good. I saw the uh, new Tom Cruise movie, Jack Reacher. Oh no, I I think that would be quite fun. That's definitely your kind of movie. Yeah. Yeah. You'd enjoy that. I give Why? that one a seven would out I? of ten. Sorry. Yeah. Why uh, would I enjoy it? Oh, because you like Tom Cruise. Not necessarily. How can you not necessarily like somebody? Well, I like, yeah, I do like John, John Cruise. Tom Cruise. Who? Tom Cruise. Pom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Oh, Tom Cruise. Sorry, there's a, a funny noise on the line. Oh. Yeah. So do you like him or not? Who, Tom Cruise? Yeah. I don't mind Tom Cruise. Well, that's what I said. Well, why don't you speak a little more clearly? Okay. You know, then I'd be able to know what you were saying if you spoke a little more clearly and articulated your words a little more. I have also seen, I saw this last night, Inferno. Yeah. Uh, That's the new Tom Hanks movie. It's a Dan Brown story. Yeah. That was very good. Do you know, you're not very good at this, are you? You're supposed to try and make me tell me, is it a good movie? If it's a good movie, what's so good about it? And sound more excited about it. I'm always worried about giving the plot away, because I go into too much detail normally. When I, when someone what, like, says, like the fact that Celia won the Bake Off? Is that like giving the plot away? Is that what you're frightened of? Yeah, that's, that's what they call spoilers, yeah. Ah, right, okay. Just so I know. Just so I know. Next, you'll be telling me that when Star Wars Rogue One comes out at Christmas, they steal the battle plans and they succeed in the end. I don't know. I don't think about Star Wars. I've only ever saw the first one. I'm going to take you to see the new Rogue One film. You'll like that one. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, can we get back to the new Tom, the the Hanks one? Because that's the... the, um, uh, sequel, isn't it, to the whatever thing? Da Vinci Code and Angels yeah. and Demons. And I yes. like the Da Vinci Code. Uh, did you see Angels and Demons? No. That was. Oh, sequel. maybe I have. Yeah, that was a sequel. And this is the sequel, sequel, oh. sequel. Oh, the sequel, sequels. This is sequel. the this is the bronze. <laughs> <laughs> this is the bronze movie, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. Uh, yeah, I give this a eight out of ten. I hmm. enjoyed it. Very good. Um. Because it's quite true, isn't it? You know, unless we uh, unless we do something about the overpopulation of the planet, we'll just breed ourselves out of existence. Yeah, I suppose you don't go and make a you know a virus that will kill the people off. Well, no, we no no we wouldn't. But nature, right? Mm. Nature or God, if you prefer. Um, I like to think of nature as being God. When we go back to talking about religion earlier, mm-hmm. uh, nature might. Well, it does have a way, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so which one do you think I'd like best? Uh, I think actually you would like uh, Inferno best. Yeah. Um, keeps you thinking. And Jack Watsit one. And then the Jack Watsit one. And if you're a fan of horror films, the Ouija films yeah. are right. Was it? I don't uh, Horror films, are, I don't know, they're just a bit silly sometimes. I think they have a wasted opportunity in cinemas. Hmm. Because if I ran the cinema, I, I, I'd dress up in a big white sheet and sort of hide down the front <laughs> and jump, jump out. Because it's got to be done. <laughs> yeah. 
You might kill a few audience members off, though. Yeah, well, there's always that, I suppose. Yeah. I've always had a thought yeah. for a, a, a film ending where the, uh, the, the the horror gut thing at the end, whoever's possessed or whatever, faces the camera and actually talks to the audience and says, Oi, you there. Row three. <laughs> Coming to get you. Yeah. I'll be in your house later. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But, yeah, you should make... You should make Movies now are more interactive. You could do that quite easily, couldn't yeah, you? definitely. And then have yeah. some guy waiting outside the door when you walked. <laughs> yeah, yes. Because they have those movie places where the seats move, don't they? Oh, 4D cinemas, yeah. Yeah. I've not been to one other than the ones in the sort of um, theme parks where they squirt water at you or put bubbles in the air. They're, they're pretty lame. But the ones that move the seats and, and rumble. Yeah. IMAX is probably the best experience. If you ever go into the cinema, pay the extra and go and see IMAX. That's good, is it? Yeah, you get better seats yeah. and you don't have to sit next to people. Well, that's my problem. That's why I don't go very often because I don't want to sit next to people. I'll take you to Rogue One in IMAX at Christmas. All right, okay, that's a date. Right, in the meantime, should we do questions before we... Because uh, I've, I've got to go and make sure the uh, gas man's done his thing. Have you taken the nail out the pipe yet? No, because that's what I, is keeping it from uh, spurting everywhere. Okay, all right. So questions for the whale this week are from... Yeah. Even coming in, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Same address if you want to book me for a corporate event or voiceovers or anything like that, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Thank you very much indeed. Advert over. Carl Munson. Carly. Can you be completely honest for 24 hours? No. It's hard to do that. Yeah. And if you if you were going to do that, you you, you have to have... Every now and then you have to tell uh, at least little white lies just to make sure you don't hurt some people's feelings. Because being very honest with people all the time can quite often uh, result in, in some people getting very hurt and some people just can't take the truth. So uh, although on, on serious and uh, very important things, you have to be, you have to be fairly, uh, fairly honest, yeah. Sorry, anyway, go on, carrying on. Uh, Aunt Lewis. Yep. Uh, one for you, James. Well, I suppose it is question for the whale. So I don't know why they put that mm. in. Um, one for me. Yeah. Yep. If you could be... Oh, lo- that was me. That's one for you. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, if you could be locked in a room for 24 hours to question or torment someone, who would it be? Uh, probably you. Okay. Because I get a laugh out of that. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Uh, Gary Turner. Should people with a cough and sneeze, without putting their hands in front of their face, be given a custodial prison sentence? Um, yeah, and the people who spit in the street and chew gum and spit out and smoke cigarettes all, I think, uh, possibly could be given a, a custodial prison sentence. In whale world, they definitely would be. Put them in the sin bin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, T.C. Trev. Now, yeah. this is this is quite a long sentence. So, are you ready? I'm ready if you are. Okay. It's suggested that young people between the ages of 18 and 20-year-old should be prosecuted as their brains aren't fully developed yet. In which case, why are they allowed to vote, smoke, drink, drive, have sex and get married? Wouldn't it be better to say that old people over the age of 60 years old should be prosecuted as their brains are slowing down and deteriorating? Well, I think maybe you should uh, take a little out of both of those and consider when uh, prosecuting older people or younger people uh, that that may be the case. 
Frank McIlroy. I hope I got that right. McIlroy. Whenever you're ready, get the question. Uh, which city do you love the most, James? Edinburgh or Glasgow? Um, oh, dear. Well, if I have to go to either, I, or, you know, there are nice bits of Edinburgh I quite like. The castle. And there are great bits of Glasgow. If I, if I could only go to one forever, it would be Glasgow. Because I think I get quite bored in Edinburgh. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, Graham Hughes. Because Edinburgh's basically just that one big street near the castle, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And if I'm going to go to a city, I like to go to a big city. So I think it'll be Glasgow. Glasgow. Yeah. Uh, Graham Hughes. There's a little restaurant there I went to many years ago called the Ubiquitous Chip. I wonder if it's still there. I'm sure Fraser Ramsey might be able to tell you. Yeah. Yeah, let me know, Fraser. Anyway, go on. Uh, Graham Hughes. Anything else you want to say? No. Okay. On the uh, chase, the ITV program. Yep, Bradley uh, Walsh. What is the purpose of Anne Hegarty's belt? I've no idea who Anne Hegarty is. is isn't she a chaser? Oh, is she a chaser? I, I, I'm not familiar with her belt. Isn't she the one that looks like that woman that used to be on Prisoner Cell Block H? Oh, right, yeah. Well, I suppose to try and uh, show that she has some sort of uh, beginning and ending of a top half. Jimmy Small. Yeah. Why is British politics not as entertaining as American politics? Well, it could be in the future, you know, after uh, after Nigel leaves UKIP and uh, probably looks for another home in politics, it could it could become entertaining. But let us just uh, thank goodness that we in this country are so much more intelligent, so much more intelligent. And, uh, of course, the American elections we haven't even spoken about this week, uh, but I'm sure we will next week, and it's getting very close to the election. Last one now. Yeah, maybe we should get an American on next week's show as well. I could just put an American accent on. Well, that might be just as good. You could pretend to be Trump. Right, last one, because I've got to go. Come on. Julie Moore-Dale. Yeah. Or is it Julie Moore-Dale? For goodness sake, why do I let you do this? Go on. I think you should join a paranormal team for a spooky investigation. That's not mm. a question, really, sir. Is it? Yeah, well, yeah. well, we'll have to get what's-her-face on. Yvette Fielding, she did offer yeah. for us to go down and uh, film, yeah. Um, yeah. what's that thing yeah. she does, uh, Most Haunted. Yeah. I'll be up for we that. haven't talked to her for a while. Why don't we get in touch and get her on a, again as a guest? Because I want to. I put the bed sheet on and hide around the corner and go, Ooh. Yeah, that'd be funny. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Do you remember Great Uncle Bertrand? It's me. I'm here talking to you from the other side. And we all listen to the James Whale radio show. We love it in Spooksville. <laughs> Ever thought about doing voiceovers for the Wombles? <laughs> All right, I'm going. Uh, don't forget, join us again right here, same time, same place. Uh, and if you want, go and have a listen to some others. James Whale Radio at, uh, where, well, what's the address of the, the website? JamesWhaleRadio.co.uk. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, find us there. Thank you, Rob. Bye-bye.
You're listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.